Hey, Garrett. Yes, Boca? The worst thing is, me, Fatty, Sideburns Lady, and the mutants over there at Table 9 will have nothing better than, to do than to listen to the Bromance Podcast. That is factually accurate. Hi. Welcome to the Bromance Podcast. I'm Boca. And I'm Garrett. This is the podcast where two bros talk about romantic comedies, and we're finally finding the swing of things as far as the intro goes. What are we talking about this week, Garrett? We're talking about The Wedding Singer, featuring uh, Adam Sandler. Uh, Drew Barrymore. And two people I could not want to watch less than any film ever. But we'll touch on that later. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. That's already a strong feeling. Not a big fan. So, just a little background. 1998. Um, I think this is around peak Adam Sandler, because this is before... He decided, hey, I'll just do whatever the fuck I want yeah. and make, like, grown-ups. Yeah, and like, somebody with, like, $500 million, yeah. I can't name three other movies. Well, you can't name three other Adam Sandler movies? We have the one where he golfs, we have the one where he's in The Wedding Singer. And you, then all right, have, guess the name of the one where he golfs. Uh, Billy something? Billy Madison is the one where he's in school. Okay. Do you seriously the not know? Unlucky what? something? I don't know what you're referring to. What's no. the golf movie? Happy Gilmore. There it is. And The Wedding Singer. And then it's just a sea of shit. What, so you don't know any of the other movies? One and two. Okay, you're wrong. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Adam Sandler has fallen off. Yes. Um, and I his don't... new stuff is not good. No. But he has more good stuff than those three. You're forgetting Click with the remote. Yeah, that was actually kind of okay. You're forgetting Funny People with Seth Rogen where Adam Sandler plays like a depressed comic or something. Yeah, I feel like that was his first attempt at something that was more grounded. It was semi-serious. It wasn't good though. Was he Rain Over Me? Oh, that was brilliant. Was that Adam Sandler? I love that movie. That's okay. his best movie. There we go. Um, anger Management, which I don't think aged well. I think it was a little gross, but... Eh, I didn't like it when it came out. And Little Nicky, which was not good. No. Nah. And was... also Big Daddy, I thought was a little... Big Daddy is the one that gave us the Sprouse Twins, right? I'm not a fan of him. But he gave us the Sprouse Twins. It did, but it also gave us the Jughead, movie. Garrett. It gave us the movie, though. Sweet Life of Zack and Cody? I don't care about that. Wow. Now let's get into it. <laughs> okay. What, all right. Let me talk a bit about what happens in yeah. this film. So uh, Adam Sandler plays a guy named Robbie, Robbie Hart, and he is a wedding singer. Hence yes, the name he is. of this movie. Um, and he's actually good. Can I guess Adam Sandler can actually sing? No, he can actually sing. I mean, he does a little bit of that Sandler thing where he drops his voice and gets a little cartoony to like cover certain notes. But overall, yeah, he's it's solid. Yeah, because he did a bunch of songs and shit on SNL. But like, yeah, I don't know. Cause... Also, the movie came out in ninety eight. It's supposed to be set in like eighty four, eighty five, eighty five. It's supposed to be like a thrill. It's a it's very eighties. I feel like it's not enough time apart to do a. Oh, remember back then? Like, but I feel like the eighties like... were so out of left field that like. In, like, 90, they all look back and we're like, what the sh- fuck were we doing? I mean, we're discussing this like anthropologists because we have zero idea what the 80s were like. That's a good point. Yeah, I have no fucking idea. I never had no. hairspray or... Um... Sweatpants? We have sweatpants again now. Do you wear sweatpants? Not pants. Bands. Wait, what? Sweatbands. What are... Th- oh! The fact you said what are is pretty much... I thought... I've... Wedding Singer, 1985, <laughs> Adam Sandler, yeah. Drew Barrymore, Christine Sullivan, or something. Um, Robbie Hart, great wedding singer in uh, this place called Richfield, New Jersey. He has his girlfriend, Linda, and he's going to get married to Linda, so he's happy. Yes. Um, We've not seen Linda at this point. We haven't seen Linda, it. yeah. But her name's Linda, so like, how high are your hopes? Exactly. No disrespect to the one Linda who I think was a decent person. So to set the thing up, he, sing, he sings a couple songs at this really nice wedding, and yeah. then the drunken brother of the uh, groom comes up. It's, oh, Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi out of nowhere. And he's always having to play, like, the sad jackass that ruins things. Is he always that? There was a very long stage in his career where he was either, like, 
the sad character or like the character actor of the guy that was either drug addicted or didn't do well in life. Okay. And this is well, one of those it, roles. He, he gets that because he has the bug eyes. Yeah, he's got sad eyes. But he's also the genius uh, mad scientist in Spy Kids 2 Ugh. who gave us one of my favorite fucking memes ever. What is it? Do you not know what I'm going for? I don't. Because I only saw Spy Kids 1. I saw oh, thumb thumbs. So I said fuck this. I don't know if you're trust. setting me up if you really no. don't know. Okay, so he has this meme because like Spy Kids 2, he creates a bunch of like monstrous animals on an island. Yes. And he, he says this in this kid's fucking movie. Do you think God too stays in heaven because he fears what he created? And I was like, <laughs> that was from Spy That's Kids. That's fucking Spy too. Kids too. Why are you <laughs> making me question oh the nature of my reality? If you said that was from Full Metal Jacket, I would believe you. Yeah, I did not see that for Spy Kids too. So but, anyway, he's in the wedding. So he's making the wedding singer. So he gives this whole speech about like, you know, I'm always the mess up of the family, and the groom is always just, great because yeah. my brother's the all star. Except for that one time we went to Mexico and we got a bunch of hookers, but I didn't see us pay for them. And then, like, the whole family... He has, a, he has a Venmo charge. Outstanding. Like, we didn't pay for the hookers. <laughs> we, we need... Listen, sex work is real work. Let's pay for the sex hookers. It's actually accurate, but... Get out of that. Um, so then, Adam Sandler does this really sweet and, job being like, I'm about to get married. Whatever's in the past in the past. The way you look at each other. Obviously, this is true love. He saves the The moment. reason Steve Buscemi matters in the scenes because he yes. says Adam Sandler to show he's such a loving, happy person who's very happy he's going to get married. Psych! It's his wedding day and his... Awful uh, fiance Linda stands him up, um, and he's then fucking heartbroken. Yes. Meanwhile, at the, I guess it's the venue that they do all these hotel, uh, all these weddings, mm-hmm. or is it just like a whole wedding package service? Because it's this uh, woman Holly played yep. by Christine Sullivan, I think. Wait, let me get the name right. Christine Taylor, mm-hmm. and then Drew Barrymore who plays uh, Julia. Um, I don't like what was happening here. Uh, yeah, her first introduction is basically every old man or just douche is grabbing her butt the entire time. I mean, one guy grabbed her butt, but it was still horrendous. But it wasn't like a, it yeah. wasn't a weird uh, montage of men grabbing her butt. It was just like one old guy, and I guess it's supposed to be a joke. And she also has like weird floopy out hair, like she lives in Whoville. Yeah, so I'm like I don't know if it's purple eyeliner or eyeshadow because I struggle to differentiate. But this was whoever directed this did not like Drew Barrymore because no, and they also might have been like lightweight cosplaying her as Meg Ryan. What? That she had the same sort of like. No, because Meg Ryan's hair is good, and this was bad. I know. I'm saying. I think that if it was spiteful, it would have been like, how can we take the cute, wonderful version of Meg Ryan and make it not good, and then force Drew Barrymore to play it? Yeah. Well, regardless, I wasn't liking what was happening here. No. But Drew Barrymore is also um, engaged, and this is the part where I derail the entire fucking podcast. Do it. All right, so, as we're recording this, it is September 19th, 2019. Today is the 25th anniversary of one of the greatest um, hour-long medical dramas. Oh, no, God, no. Anything but this. (laughs) There's a legitimate tie-in. I'm not just making this up. Um, It's the 25th anniversary of the start of one of the best medical dramas of all time, ER. Now, somebody in this movie had a role in ER. Who was it? I'm assuming it's the sister of Drew Barrymore, but I don't Wrong. Know. Who is it? It is the shitty-ass boyfriend. Really? Yes. And it's crazy, too, because he also, in ER, plays a giant shithead. What's his fucking name? Give me one second. Um, but she has this boyfriend uh, whose name is... Uh, help me out. I don't know who the boyfriend's name is. This, why don't you take notes? I just like the <laughs> off the dome. Marshall Mathers, eight mile. Okay, so um, anyway, the the boyfriend was in, in ER, and I'm gonna have to 
stall while you pull that up. But basically, she has a shitty... No, not really, really. Don't roll your eyes at me. Don't you dare. Y'all can't see it. He's rolling his eyes at me. We're getting away from it further. <laughs> okay. Stall. I'll find the boyfriend's name. Yeah. Basically, we have uh, Drew Barrymore, shitty boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam Sandler, girlfriend, leaves him. And Adam Sandler, he's a fucking wedding singer, has to keep going to all these weddings. So that part's kind of funny because he's just super pissed and sad and depressed singing at these weddings. Um, and he's just derailing. He gets in a fight at the wedding. And then Drew Barrymore says, hey, um, my shitty boyfriend, whose name I can't remember right now, left me. Oh, Glenn. Matthew Glaive. Matthew Glaive. Um, his name is, uh, in the movie, his name is Glenn. Drew Barrymore's character, Julia, is dating this boy named Glenn Guglia. Um, Julia Guglia. Her name would have been Google, Julia Guglia if they get married. Um, Glenn, he played this asshole named Dale on ER. He was a fellow surgical med student uh, and resident with uh, John Carter on ER. He was a giant sack of shit there, giant sack of shit here. I feel bad for this real Clearly person. typecast. He's very much typecast as, hey, you look like a giant piece of shit. He's like, I guess. And, like, they did that thing that they did, I think, in a lot of 90s movies where it was just, like, we need to make the spouses so unlikable that, like, you are rooting so much for them to be nixed out of this equation. Well, if they aren't shitty, shit's going to get complicated. Yeah. And nobody really commits infidelity in this one, unlike fucking Sleepless, you That is not true, but we will get to it. Oh, it's not. Nobody who we love. But, um, Drew Barrymore, seeing um, Adam Sandler down in the dubs, plus knowing he knows a lot about weddings, says, hey, help me plan this wedding. And he agrees because he's a really nice boy. He sees an old yep. lady how to sing, um, and he's only getting paid in meatballs. He lives in his sister's basement and loves his little two uh, nephews. The, um, the old lady senile and pays him in meatballs. She's not senile, senile. I think it's legitimately like, oh, I'll just feed you. But it was like a weird moment where it's like, oh, no, I don't have any Tupperware here. Just like hold these meatballs. And then she squeezes his hands, and then the meat goes to his face. There's a lot of shitty physical comedy in this movie. Yeah. Um, like every Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. And so, um, he starts helping plan Julia and Glenn's wedding, um, and while he's doing this, Robbie, uh, Adam Stanley, he learns that, uh, Glenn cheats on, uh, Drew Barrymore, Julia, cause, like, he's a stockbroker who works in Bonds, which, anyone who knows a modicum, it's like, Bonds is gonna be the least sexy thing you can be, 100%. I'm, a, I'm a sexy broker, don't worry, in ten years, the government's gonna owe you ten dollars. <laughs> Cha-cha-cha. It's like, okay. But... Which, like, Adam Sandler kind of makes that joke, and then also, like... I, oh, yeah, he, I don't think he knew he was making that joke. He, I think Adam Sandler's character, Robbie... Was genuinely trying to flex on, like, my aunt one time gave me a bond, and in 30 years, it'll be worth $20. I don't think he was trying to flex, or to, to back it up. So, Glenn, shithead, Dale in ER, um, he's like, oh, yeah, I work, in, I work in bonds, not junk bonds, but high-yield bonds. And Adam Sandler's character, not knowing shit about this... Because he, he's a wedding singer who lives in his sister's basement. He's like, oh yeah, I got a, I got a bond once in a, in a little bit. It's going to be worth $25. And it's like, that's all he's got. Yeah. Yeah. He's just got to live with that. So anyway, as as Adam Sandler, Robbie, plans this wedding, he and Julia start to fall in love for no reason. They well, just spend time together. Yeah, they have good chemistry. They're sweet. They have several different establishing scenes of, like, them. They have a little meet-cute, like, mm-hmm. at the very first wedding that they're together at. He's, he's, a, he's a nice man. He is a nice man. She knows he's going through pain. And during the time when he's in pain, he stops actually performing at weddings as a wedding singer and just starts doing other events. Um, and during one of the um, auditions for her wedding that he's sitting in on, uh, we meet... Who's that actor? Pat, uh, is it Lovitz? John Lovitz? Lovitz? John Lovitz. Lovitz. John Lovitz uh, is auditioning Sings. to be the wedding singer for... You find the weirdest details to hone in on. Drew Barrymore. 
And well, first off, it was just like, oh my god, it's Lovitz. Like, yeah. what have you been up to for and the was, last three years? Well, it was '98, so I was still he was asking hot. the question. He, was he hot? Is not the adjective. That's peak Lovitz. I don't fucking I don't believe if that. If this is his peak, if this film is his peak, it's either this or like every Comedy Central roast before 2008. That. <laughs> That's, that's more loves. screen time. This is like one scene. So he does one little song and dance thing. He gets off the stage, it's gross. and then Adam Sandler proceeds. He's singing to do "Ladies' Night," the greatest song, not the one with Foxy. Anyway, <laughs> Adam Sandler's like, so I wrote a song, but I wrote it fifty percent when I was still engaged, oh and yeah, then married, and fifty percent after she broke my heart, uh-huh. and proceeds the funniest song that yeah. I was not expecting, the Linda song. Absolutely amazing. If you're going through a breakup, if you're happily in a relationship, or if you're just doing something at work that you hate. Play this. Yeah. What's the name of the song? I don't know. It, it, but it starts off really sad, like, yeah. when you're near me. Well, it's, it's really sweet in the beginning. It's like, you're the light of my life. I love you. You're the greatest thing ever. But it's like kind of like a Cure song. Yeah. Oh, he says he was listening to a lot of The Cure. Yeah. And then, I don't like, know The Cure. Through, he just starts screaming for the chorus that's all about, like, just fucking kill and me. Now I wish you were fucking dead. Yeah, it goes a lot of that. This like, absolutely blow my brains out. It is it's so amazing. over the top that you're just dying. I don't even know if it's over top. It's just great, though. Um, and so that's happening. And then after that, so it's like, they spent montage, time has passed. Um, we're getting closer to the wedding. And this is where I bring up the most important part of the wedding, or the movie. So um, it is Adam Sandler, Robbie. It is Drew Barrymore, Julia. And it is Julia's beautiful-ass cousin, played by Christine Taylor, uh, Holly. Uh, oh, Ugh. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, my heart. Oh, she's so pretty, though. Uh, oh. Are we Irish or from Minnesota? Yeah, both. Anyway, that, that Holly, Christine Taylor, she'll make you do that. And just, like, I feel shitty, but, like, after, like, those scenes with her, I was like, yo, if we just flipped yes. who the love interest of this movie is, yes. she's a proper ingenue, right? She I guess is. Drew Barrymore is supposed to be, like, cute. in this film. You, I'm air quoting cute. Um, I'm miss- I am missing something. Let me be nicer about it. You I'm know? pretty sure Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler in real life are both lovely and exquisite people that I would very much love to be friends with. I want with. you to be the one to say it. But as actors. Oh, I mean. And as potential leading love interests, particularly yeah. Drew Barrymore. Is Adam Sandler cute? Oh, I don't think so. Just objectively speaking, there's like funny cute and then there's just, I don't know. It's Adam Sandler and Ben Stiller for me are in the same sort of category of just like uh, yeah, I think you might actually have deep seated rage issues and this is kind of uncomfortable and like I don't really like you. It's funny too, and this is gonna make you want to rip your mic out and like yes. throw it out the window. Yes. Christine Taylor in real life is married to Ben Stiller, eighteen years, nineteen years, uh, two kids. Oh my god! Literally, I went to her IMDb because like, oh, who's this actress? Literally, the next thing next to is like hot actresses. I'm like, well, that's a shitty list. Click. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's just, and and she's and you're talking about I don't see it in Ben Stiller. Well, she married him back in like 2000 or whatever. All the more reason why she should have been the leading lady in this movie because she, she clearly loves falling in love with these type of people. If you remember Dodgeball, yeah, remember the main lady from that. Uh, I never saw Dodgeball. No. I'm just going to come forward right now. Yeah. You never saw Dodgeball? No, I saw the trailers, though. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. That's you all You would love I Dodgeball. I should watch it. Okay, well, anyway. Want to start she, another podcast? She's, no. <laughs> Were we talking about Dodgeball every week? Yes. Oh, have... <laughs> we rewatched Dodgeball. You know what? Send me the content brief. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, Holly is the yes. cousin, and she's beautiful. Absolutely. And at first, the scene where they're all in the ha- the three of them are in the house, yeah. it makes it seem like Holly's hip to it, mm-hmm. and she's trying to make them realize they have feelings for each yes. other because they have started to fall for each other. They know they know the ins and outs of each other. She says, 
oh, Julia, what kind of kiss do you want to do in the wedding? Like, it's the intro to a bad porno. And Adam uh, Sandler's not in the room yet. No, he is. He is. He He's is? there this whole time. Oh, okay, okay. Just quietly in the yeah. corner. <laughs> Not like the, um, the dining room table. Or yeah, and Holly's like, oh, you got to do tongue at the wedding. And um, Drew Barrymore's like, no, it's a church. We're before God. Yes. Um, and We're going to do tight lips, tiny lips, church. no tongue. Yeah. Back, and and then you're like, church tongue. It's like, well, what's church tongue? I don't know. Hey, Julia, why don't you try out church tongue on Adam Sandler? And t- at first it makes it seem like, oh, she's trying to just push them together. And they kiss, and then it's like sparks and harps are playing. And then they look at you like, wow. And then Holly, um, Christine Taylor, is like, yo, that was fucking hot. Yo, Adam Sandler, do you want to go out later? Which... I was so confused. Just conceptually. I'm going to just run this one back. Okay, run that shit back. So, your friend, your best friend, is going to get married. Yeah. Where, guys, let's just say your best male friend is going to get married. Okay. There's a woman there, surprisingly enough, not his wife. (laughs) We're going to throw out, hey, why don't you practice church tongue... On the not your wife lady. Practice kissing on this other woman. This will go well. Yeah. This will be good for you, your marriage, fidelity. It'll yeah. be great. I mean, they, they liked to make jokes like, oh, Holly's easy because she's so fucking hot or whatever, I guess, because these movies hate, they hate women. And, um, I mean, maybe we do deep, deep, deep down, but I try to repress that or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, whoever the fuck wrote this is like, ah, she's so fucking hot. I hate you. You must be a dumb whore. I was like, yo, <laughs> oh chill. God. Yeah, that's what the energy they apply to Christine Taylor's they character. A lot of that I was like, why are you mad at her? That's oh, true. no. Um, so, yeah, then they kiss, and it's like this slow, drawn out thing, which also, by the way, I will just say, if you're from a technical aspect, okay. not a good kiss. Why? They just slowed it down. It's not good. Drew Barrymore, go, Drew Barrymore goes in originally. Her bottom lip starts at Adam Sandler's top lip. She's mainly macking on just. You can do bottom outside of lip and bottom nose. Now we're getting technique. That's the thing you people do. You His can mouth do... isn't even involved. His she... mouth is on her chin. Well, it's like all right. So you're thinking, what if it was flipped? It'd be like, oh, it's fine. It's, no. We're, we're, I don't. I'm, I've never seen you kiss. You can put bottom lip. You can go here. Here's the order. Oh, you can go Lord. bottom lip, top lip, and then another top lip over there. Wait, wait. Right? Sorry. I need, I'm making my hands here, yeah, like the letter it. C on like, both sides. Follow along so, at home if you can. Bottom lip. Bo- bottom lip of one person. Yes. The top lip of the other, and the top lip of the other person. That's what this was. No, it wasn't. This had... was Adam Sandler. Okay. Bottom lip, top lip. Her, bottom oh. lip, top lip. Two That's not bills, what it was. One on top That's of the other. That's not what it was. The, but there were... There's two cuts in this movie. Watch it back. The initial well, did, contact, are you serious? Yes. Their initial contact, because I saw the edit. Oh. They, they do not touch lips. She's kissing his, like, where a mustache would be to the bottom of his nose. Oh. Then the next shot, they've now locked. Okay. But that original kiss. For a second, I was afraid, like, yo, does Garrett kiss really weird? <laughs> and I just don't know. No, we are actually in agreement. I didn't catch the cut, but I did see, like, some notes on IMDb, because I do my research, yeah. that um they did, there was, like, a whole, there was a legitimate issue on, like, the kiss not like oh we had a retake but i think the final cut that we see yeah i think you're just calling that out here yeah no i didn't even know about that backstory i just was yeah you know yeah kiss kissing technique i th- it's not necessarily like oh the the man's top lip needs to be the overall supr- uh supremacist lip on top of every not like bad bad supremacist i'm just talking about like <laughs> on yeah, top take your favorite who wants to be on top of the lip battle just make sure lips are on lips in some way yeah it, it, basically, it, needs, it needs to alternate is what we're saying yes yes turns. person a notes. person b person a person b yeah as it can be a a b b that's be, what yeah, you're exactly. saying it was a a b b yeah. at it's the like beginning bad poetry 
Not necessarily. I know. I threw that out there, but I disagreed with it the second I said it. Anyway, okay. bad kiss. So and but keep it, it moving. But it, but it had passion or whatever. Yes. And the um hot cousin Holly is like, Yo, Adam Sandler, do you want to go out later? Um, because you go into that scene thinking she knows and she's yeah. trying to set them up. Not at all. So why did she fucking ask them she out? It was just like, why don't you cheat on your husband? You and know what? Then I we'll think ask out the guy. Because they're. T- I think the director slash writer was taking this idea like, oh, Holly is quote unquote promiscuous. Promiscuous. And so Drew Barrymore's not. Drew Barrymore's character is not. I guess he's like, "Yo, I just want to watch them kiss." I think that's what they meant. It's like just dumb. And then the boyfriend comes in with the most nineteen eighty five thing he could possibly. It's a say. CD player, babe. Hey, babe, I brought home a CD player. Oh boy, I'll get my vinyl. No, babe, it's a CD player. It plays CDs, you Ned. You idiot, because he's mean. And oh, he he's like genuinely not nice in this movie. I've I've said that Glenn is a giant douche. Yep. Glenn is a sack of shit. Yes, he um, is. Yeah. Boom, Yeah. Um, so anyway, Holly and um, Adam Sandler. Holly um, goes out with uh, Adam Sandler and uh, Drew Barrymore. Double Bear. date. Yeah, they do, they do a double date at some like 80s house club. They dry, hop in Glenn's DeLorean, which uh, is cool. He has no, a that's the goodbye car. That's the goodbye, but I presume that's how they got there. Probably. Um, anyway, he has a DeLorean, and I wanted to say it. Um, Drew Barrymore gets too drunk, and then Adam Sandler, he kind of suspected, like, yo, Glenn seems unfaithful. It's like... So he kind of goes him into talking about like, yo, so how do you, how do you get away with it? While Drew Barrymore's vomiting in the bathroom. While his fiance's vomiting, he's talking about like, man, I work in the city. Yeah, I fuck around. It's whatever. And so Adam Sandler, who's now in love with her, is like mad. But he doesn't say anything. I guess he didn't know what to do with it. Um, I mean, well, because he's like, no, because the, the, the douchebag is looking at a waitress's ass. Yeah. And he notices that. So Adam Sandler's like, okay, let's pull on the threads to where it leads. Yeah. And he's like, oh, what a great butt on her. I want to bite it. I want to do all sorts of stuff to it. And he's like, oh, yeah, me too. And mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, but we can't because we're in committed relationships. He's like, no, I cheat all the time. He's like, really? Yeah. But we're too old. We can't do it. And he keeps like egging him on to like, yeah. make a move on this. As if he was wearing a wire. Exactly. Yeah. This was like a really Sure is shitty how you cheat, huh? <laughs> it's like, yeah, it sure is. Oh, jeez. Hope there's no courtroom involved in this recording. Yeah. You a cop? Because you have to tell me if you're a cop. That's the law. It's not, by the way. PSA, it's not the law. Yeah, exactly. Fuck 12. Um, And also, fuck Glenn. (laughs) And fuck Dale on ER. So, uh, he's basically, yeah, I cheat all the time. I work in the city. I can cheat there. I can cheat when I'm at home. I'm a cheating, horrible person, and you'll all hate me now. Yeah. Um, So, Robbie, um, they get Julia Bear. Julia Barrymore. Drew Barrymore gets drunk. Julia. Um, they go back. They hop in the DeLorean. And now um, Robbie, um, Adam Sandler, is left with super hot cousin Holly, yes. um, Christine Taylor. And she tries to kiss him, and he doesn't really give it back. And he's like, oh, my God, you have feelings for Julia. What? No, I don't. Oh, oh no. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, Rick. Oh, no, Rick. Oh, uh, yeah. And um, I guess he just has to deal with that. Yep. Where, where does it go from here? Yeah, so then uh, he she talks to Drew Barrymore the next morning, and he's like, you know, she's really nervous, because obviously she's into him at this point. Yeah. And she keeps throughout this movie, which we haven't really brought up, like, questioning, why am I marrying this guy? Yeah. Like, I, I guess it's because I love him, but, like, I don't really know. And I guess it's because yeah. financial security. But, like, financial really security like is the big old so star. So he keeps coming back to financial. He works in finance. He has money. He has He's a, a bondsman. He's not a wedding singer. Or whatever. And she like, even brings up to her mom, like, I kind of like the wedding singer. And her mom's like, the wedding singer? You have feet. We all do, even though I wish I'd run away from my husband's kicking and screaming the very second I walked down the aisle. Mm-hmm. But, like, she literally almost says that, by the yeah. way. Yeah. And so when, when Adam Sandler hears that, oh, Drew Barrymore's seeking uh, security, he goes and says, all right, I'm going to stop doing teaching this old lady to sing for free. I'm going to go try and get a job in a bank. 
Um, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna try to. She, this woman wants security. Yes, he believes. So I'm gonna try to make my life more secure. Yeah. Um, uh, and then when she finds this out, she fucking goes on and goads him like, "Oh, you fucking sellout! You, uh, you capitalist pig!" It's like, well, cause she's gonna. Get, well, the way that she does that though is like she's on her way to his house to give him a gift. Yeah, and also I think lightweight to be like, actually no, like I don't. I'm having questions. I don't think she's her. gonna say it yet. I don't know. It felt. She might have. I'm not sure if that's what she was. It wanted. might have been cast. Well, if that is, I'm not going to get She married. gets really upset at the fact yeah. that he's trying to get a real fucking job. Well, he's also a dick about it, though. Like, he is like... He calls her out. Yeah, he's like, well, you like guys with money. I want to be a guy with money because clearly you don't like artistic people and, like, people with dreams. I don't Fuck think... You, Drew Barrymore. That's okay. the energy. That's we're, not the Okay, I was like, we're definitely misquoting here. No, that's Bro, the ver- she that's the, that's started the it. I made a note. I think I wrote. She started it. Well, she all, she's also now at this point like kissed her friend and like I know she has no right to be jealous, but I feel like both these people are very much have a, 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 a summer home in their feelings at this point and they're living in it. Yeah, and it was so Drew Barrymore gets pissed at him, he gets pissed at her, they blow up, um, and so Adam Sandler's just drinking at the bar. He comes back home drunk. Yes. Um, after almost getting into a fight with um shitty ass Glenn because Glenn's on the way for like a quote unquote bachelor party mm-hmm. ready to cheat some more oh yeah um, Adam Sandler gets punched he doesn't punch back which no. is annoying but anyway his ex-wife Linda shows up who we've seen before we didn't really talk to her about her the first time she's not really that memorable she's basically just like think of honestly this is I think the best one think of the band Def Leppard like any member of that I don't band. know anything about Def Leppard make any of them a woman and then just give them black hair like it's just that like I ironed my hair I'm wearing cheetah pants. I look like maybe I'm wearing a pirate t-shirt and I or a pirate fluffy shirt, and I'm a complete yeah. weird ass. Yeah, and that is that is the the fiance. Well, that was Angela Featherstone, man. Well, she's got feathery hair, but I don't know about the rest of her. <laughs> and it, she sucks. She leaves him at the altar, and we didn't actually talk about why he got stood up at his own wedding. It was a piece of like, man, when I fell in love with you, um, it was because you were trying to be a rock star and everything. And then you just like so gave up on man. those. Yeah, you were cool with you're your leather. A wedding point. singer and a fucking man. You're you're sellout. It used to be about the music, um, and it's just like okay, cool, but why are you figuring this all out the night before a wedding? And why are you ghosting me? And he keeps bringing that up. Like I could use this intel yesterday. Yeah, that's what he does. The Adam Sandler yell where it that's starts. What off. I could have done yesterday. Like he just yeah. goes completely off the rails. It is a classic Adam Sandler at yeah. this point. Um, and then, but. When she shows up, she shows up again after Adam Sandler gets too drunk after his yes. fight with Drew Barrymore, and then they don't fuck actually. No, but the yeah. next morning she's still Drew in the Barrymore spot. Comes to the door to tell Adam Sandler her feelings. Yes, and uh, Linda answers in his Van Halen T-shirt, wearing nothing else. It's like yes. he's preoccupied. He's in the shower. I'll tell him you left a message, Jennifer. It's Julia. Slams the door in her face, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh fuck this." So then Drew Barrymore's like, all right, fine. I guess I'm marrying Glenn. He's like, yo, let's go to Vegas today and get married. Yep. Meanwhile, uh, Adam Sandler wakes up. He's like, yo, wait, Julia came by? Fuck you. Get out of my Van Halen shirt. You're going to break up the band. They broke up later that year, I found out. Absolutely hysterical. Um, the breakup of Van Halen is nothing to joke about, Garrett. It's 100% the, re- the, the fault of that woman. I cannot name three Van Halen songs, so. Give me one to get me started. You're making a face. Are you, are you kidding? No. You, you got nothing right. I have n- nothing. I can't name a single Van Halen song. I got nothing for this. You don't have a... He, Garrett, for context, Garrett loves all music, including rock. I love okay. 80s hair metal, heavy metal. Oh, I didn't know the hair blues, metal. Blues, and mostly rap. I don't know you love blues. Yeah. 
Well, because I like the uh, we don't have to. I play guitar. I like playing blues. Anyway, we let's just keep moving. Anyway, so anyway Van Halen. The band breaks up. That's not important. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he's now like, okay, let's go get me a flight. He meets with mm-hmm. his friends who are also part of like the wedding singer thing. They're not all that important to the plot. Yeah. Um, and so they drive him to the airport to go get him a ticket to be able to actually, you know, go chase her down in Vegas. Yeah. Including, uh, hot cousin Holly helps. Yeah. So, yay. Who I've... like miraculously runs, bumps into him at like a wedding that he's supposed There's to There's a whole at. lot of beautiful coincidence at the end of this movie. people didn't have cell phones. It was a nonsense film, so it's fine. People had no cell phones. It was either I run into you because God wants it or mm. this isn't happening. They, back in before the year 2000 they relied on the will of god yes to make meets meetings happen that's all you got nobody was on time for anything you couldn't reconfirm serendipity people say people didn't flake back then just because like yo otherwise i'm just there waiting for me yeah well also like you couldn't flake back then because you're bored you're like i signed up to do this i'm gonna do it because the alternative is i just what stay at home and stare at the watch wall? mtv i want my mtv Listen to the VJs or whatever. The visual... Dire Straits is not a good band, but we'll get to that. Okay, so Adam Sandler gets on a plane. The only ticket is first class, so he's in first class. Somehow telling every single other passenger in first class about his... uh, Yeah, and there was Julia, and there was Glenn, and her hot cousin Holly. And I need to stop calling her hot cousin Holly. No, that is 100% an accurate description. I mean, yes, but I feel like a dick. That's fine. Okay. So, uh, the one of the passengers on the planet they established fairly early on is who, Boca? Billy Idol. Much like Van Halen, I don't know anything about Billy Idol. For our listeners at home, I'm sure you're all familiar with Rebel Yell, White Weddings Part 1 and 2, Eyes Without a Face, and Money Money. I promise you, 80% of my friends don't know any of that. Wow. Yeah, we live different lives. Absolutely heartbreaking. Yeah. So they're all like, man, it sure does suck that you can't find... uh, Julia, how are you going to find her when she's at Vegas just to propo- uh, get married at a chapel? Oh, and I'm going to run. I'm going to make it happen. I'm in love. We don't yeah. have cell phones. Then meanwhile, um, a pa- uh, one of the flight attendants comes up from, because he's in first class, comes yeah. up from coach like, oh my God, this asshole just hit on me. Whatever. And he hits on her in a way that was similar to like Glenn, the sack of shit, also did earlier in the movie. He's like, oh my God, Glenn's back there. So Adam Sandler sings a song. Billy Idol helps in a roadie. Yeah. In another flight attendant, they jump the shark because I honestly they're they on the same no plane. Idea how the hell they were gonna end this movie? Yeah. So they're like, well, let's put him in first class, and then we need a famous '80s pop star who's like kind of burnt out at this point because it's '98. Oh, perfect, Billy Idol. You have no real career outside of three songs. Perfect. Okay, then Adam Sandler, you play his guitar. And it's pre nine eleven, so they just get all the way exactly. up. Exactly. I mean, you could basically have anything, anything was allowed in the sky. Yeah, they're just shooting guns off in the middle of the sky. They're doing Patron shots. It's a mile crazy. high club. A hundred percent violence. So then Billy Idol's like taking one of those carts where you get the drinks and like boxing him in. I think There's it's a, a drink cart. A drink cart. The and cart with the, the drinks is a drink cart. Guess. One Sorry. of the other <laughs> staff people uh, are like, you know, or sorry, air stewardess are, like, going, stewards, are going down, like, you know, with they, their other drink cart, boxing in both the aisles, they lock to get the bathroom, Glenn. and Glenn's gone. So then it's Adam Sandler playing Billy Idol's guitar, singing some song about love and growing old, and how great Drew Barry They want to grow is. old together, because they make a whole point about, love. I want to marry someone who can imagine myself growing old with. Yes. And so then they're like, oh my god, love is real, oh my god, we're kissing, it's great, we've done it, and she completely forgets about Glenn, he's probably still in the bathroom to this day. I was, I was, I made a note of it, too, and so it's like, after Adam Sandler comes up, 
mm-hmm. and is now talking to Drew Barrymore, and they all box him out with Billy Idol, whatever. Glenn just had to ride the rest of that flight. Yeah, they're they live in New Jersey, New Jersey to Vegas is that his is, flight, five was, hours. They make a thing earlier about them offering like food service on the flight. Like that's yeah. how you know like this yeah. is a journey. It's a long flight. I'm gonna guess five to six hours. They're just now doing the drink card, I guess. Yeah. So hour one. He's got four hours in that bathroom. Yes, four With hours. Another man He's like man marrying his woman. Four hours of cuckoldry in the sky. <laughs> Just like, hmm. Well, he deserves <laughs> it. It's like a really shitty Beatles cover band Cuckold- hit. <laughs> Not like I Cuckold in, in the, the sky, sky with Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine, because that guy was a sack of shit and we hate him. Yeah. And then, you know, they cut there's a little montage, they get married, everyone kisses, it's a good time, they're married, yeah. it's great. Um I'm assuming Adam Sandler's one-hit wonder gets picked up by Billy Idol, who sells him to some sort of big universal record contract, and millionaires, and everyone that's happily ever after. Yeah, happily ever after. One piece of trivia. Mm. We'll have several, but one that I'm actually going to do now, and then we'll get into our two categories that matter. Yeah. All right, so um, this is the first... You you talked about earlier. In fact, let's unpack that. Your hatred of Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler? Yeah, I don't know where this comes from. Particularly with Drew Barrymore, because I've seen her interviewed, because my mom watches a lot of the OWN Network, and for some reason, Oprah and Drew Barrymore interview each other quite often. Really? And, yeah, they don't know why. why. I don't know. No, you don't know And why. Drew Barrymore's had you know a hard life. He seems like a beautiful human being. Whenever I see her in a movie, I go, oh, God, it's Drew Barrymore. It's like... That doesn't come up a lot. It's for some reason. She's not like, in a lot of stuff. She's the actress equivalency for me of the sound that your fingernails make on a chuck. Ooh, Jesus. I am just like, oh, God, why? I think it's the response that a lot of people have to, like, David Spade. Or uh, <laughs> who's that other guy? The guy that's even, like, lower than David Spade that's also one of Sandler's friends. You can do it? No. Uh, Rob Schneider. Yeah. That's you can do it. Yeah, well. You can do it. Yeah, there he is. That's Rob Schneider. Yeah. The hot chick. Yes, Rob Schneider. Yeah. Uh, she's my version of Rob Schneider. Damn. And Adam Sandler. Okay. I, no, I'm, time out. I'm not done, but please continue. Drew Barrymore <laughs> is not as low as Rob Schneider. In clout, no. In my appreciation of their filmography and the things that they've done, yes. Oh, God, you hate her. I know, and I don't like... I honestly am like, I'm sure she's a lovely human being. I feel better about my opinions now. (laughs) Adam Sandler, on the other hand, I just don't find funny. I've never found funny. I just don't get him conceptually from the ground up. Yeah. Wait, you don't get? I don't get the comedy. I like never, why people laugh? Yeah, I don't understand it. Because all he does is that like little angry voice. He does that little in-between angry voice. And then he does like, I'm Adam Sandler and everyone likes me. And it's like, funny because um, we're, we're two Gentiles here. Yeah, there we and uh, Adam Sandler, um, has, as, if I remember correctly, has a whole Hanukkah song on uh, when he was on SNL. So Adam Sandler is presumably Jewish based on him having a whole ass Hanukkah song and singing, yeah. having a whole, I think, Hanukkah album maybe. Yeah. And so this... My understanding of Jewish humor, despite, again, not being Jewish, I've never mm-hmm. been to Temple, is you think of dry wit, you think funny, you think sardonic. Quick. And so you think you think of uh, Larry David, you think of Seinfeld, you think Sarah Silverman, John Marvelous Stewart. Miss Maisel, John Stewart. Adam Sandler is the antithesis to that. Yeah. Which I guess speaks to the idea that, all right, Jewry is not a monolith, especially in humor, but also, Christ, uh, Adam Sandler, lower the bar more. Just in general. It's just not not great. Though I will say, this movie, it might sound like I'm shitting on it because this, you know, whatever. You don't hate, I don't hate it. Do no, you hate it? the vibe of the movie, like, I, I started at the first it's 30 fine. minutes, I was like, this is going to be rough, I'm not going to like this. And then, like, when it was done, I was like, I had a good time, it mm. was a fun vibe, it's completely unrealistic, but once mm. you just go, this is camp, and it's supposed to be kind of funny and out like there. Like the whole, like, oh, we're time. on the same flight, 
Which yeah, I'm just I like, like that better than interrupting a wedding, but it's still a little absurd. Everything was just turned up to eleven. Do you also notice that like this is a total callback that no one probably noticed, but like his friend, like his best guy friend in the movie, is George, like, three out of four times wearing Michael Jackson thriller jacket. And oh, the other the person, dazzled glove. To the yeah. point that I was like, is this a Halloween? Is we get it. It's Michael? the eighties. Like Michael Jackson. But even then, it would be like dressing up. Like if I like dressed up one day as like. I don't know. I don't have like, the weekend. Uh, I was gonna say the weekend, but I was like, I don't have the hair for it. But, like, you have the hair texture. Garrett the texture, is texture. Da- yes, Garrett is damn near four C texture when his hair grows out. It's kind of hilarious. Um, but yeah, like if you just straight up dressed as a current celebrity, someone would go like, "What are you doing? It's April. This is not Halloween." Why are you dressed up? Yeah, exactly. Like, calm it yeah. down. Like, well, who's a celebrity who has like distinct style enough? Exactly. Right. Outside of especially amongst men, right? Like, it's hard. Male pop stars. I'm just wearing regular shit. Yeah, I mean, if I got you can do Gaga if you're a woman, but then it's I was like Jesus. Say Gaga, but I couldn't do Gaga. You can just do wear Gaga. a meat suit and walk around. That was forever ago. I know, but it's like one of the more anyway. Now I'm just, thinking. We're, now we're just getting into weeds. Okay, um, do you think their relationship lasted? Drew uh, Barrymore, Adam Sandler, Julia, um, Julia Hart, and Robbie Hart. Oh God. Uh, in the universe that this movie establishes, yes. Oof. In reality. In any way, shape, or form? Probably not, no. Why not? Because, like, I don't really... They never really got into each other outside of, like, I just think you're cute, you think I'm cute, and, like, ha, 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 this is a silly, fun time. And, like, clearly the two other people we dated were complete and utter horrible people. Yeah, the the people they're with sucked so much. Yeah, that, like, by default, I win because, like, obviously I'm better than this other piece of shit. It was interesting because Adam Sandler's character, he had this whole thing about, like, since the third grade, he's just wanted to get married. Yeah, to like anyone. Yeah. And that was kind of the problem. Linda even calls him out, like, you don't want to marry me. You just want to marry anybody. Because, yes, like, his 100%. parents died when he was, like, 10. And so he just wants to start his own family. Yeah. Um, which is sad. And I don't know if he... Did he necessarily grow f- f- away from that? I don't really think he grew at all in this movie. Tell me that he's a different man in the end than he was in the beginning. He has this tiny thing in the beginning when, like, the girl that he wanted to marry doesn't want him, and then he finds a new girl to marry, and then he's right back where he started. Yeah. These, he, I think he... She or- develops. She has a character arc. What's her character Her develop? character arc is, I... It's basically this exact same character arc, which is, I wanted to get married to someone. Turns out that person was shitty, and now I'm marrying someone else. Except she goes from, like, I don't really know why you would want to marry someone. I don't have, like, when someone says, why are you marrying this douchebag? I don't have a good answer to what I feel like by the end of it, she has gone through this little bit of development around like, here's actually what I'm looking for in a relationship and I have a little bit more clarity on what I'm looking for and what I want and I've actually found it in another person and now I have a clear answer to that question and she has an answer to something other than Adam Sandler's just like, I met Billy Idol, hopefully this is a one-hit wonder. And is that growth or is it just that, you know, Adam Sandler has exp- uh, has more clear characters characteristics as to why you would want him, why you would want to marry him? Outside the as in like who he is by the definite by the bar that this movie sets, it's more growth than he gets. So it's growth. yeah, yeah. It's not good growth, but it's, it's there. It's an easy game of limbo because the bar is on the ground. But I honestly like I had a fun time with the movie. You just turn your brain off, have a nice time. Your it's heart gets filled with a little bit of Adam Sandler. Your turn your brain off. Yeah, exactly. Um, no brains required. Yeah, so I I think they last in the context of the universe. One thing we don't really address, he's still a wedding singer. He makes 60 bucks a pop. That's like $60 a weekend, and that's his primary job. Again, it's 85 but still. That's okay, what? yeah, he lives rent-free $300 in his sister's basement. $300 a month, or $300 a week? If, is that how hard inflation hit? I have a feeling. 
No, damn. Try to buy a house in 85. Try to okay, buy a house in 2019. Get, all right, imagine trying to live $300 a week. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying if you pay no rent, it's maybe sustainable. Yeah, but now he's a married man. Yeah, that's true. It's going to be rough. Yeah. Hopefully she's, got a, uh, she's a waitress. She's you know, a, it's going to be fine. We're going to be fine. They're gonna Honestly, be. they know Billy Idol. They've been on the plane. They've been on a plane, so they're going to be okay. Yeah. Anyone that flies in the sky has magic powers. I'm, they're in that metal bird. I'm not going to do it, but it's in the back of your head. Well, that's not true, and we all know why that's not true, but I didn't say anything, so I'm okay. We're keeping it moving. We're keeping it moving. All right, uh, who do you love in this movie? Um, so I love, as I know, I've trashed the two main actors in this movie, but I will say, the way they wrote them, the, the way that they've, the, the, whoever directed this, it, 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 they're cute, they have chemistry, it's a good time. You get the mushies, and you're like, ah, I watched a rom-com, and I feel happy about this. They succeeded in that. And so in that way, I do like them. But who do I love in this movie? Drew Barrymore's sister. God, I love Drew Barrymore's sister. Whatever. Uh, Friend. I don't know. God. It's cousin. Cousin. Just Christine Taylor, Holly. Christine Taylor. Yeah, also the... She, it should have been her. It should have been it her. It should have been her. It should, honestly, I think it wasn't her, just so that the audience would have... Something to latch on to. What do you mean latch on to? There's still hope. Clearly these two are meant for each other. Well, you'd want it... Maybe the cousin's out there somewhere and I'll run into her. Oh, just... Wait, you think the audience wants some side action like fucking Glenn? No, that's it. The audience is... The audience is not part of the relationship. They're a Mm -hmm. third party. And they're like, cool, the cousin's still available. Maybe I'll run into her. What do you mean run into? Are you talking about in real life? Yeah, I know it's not actually going to happen. I'm just saying if you were running into the universe... Like in 1998? I'm not sure if I understand. All I mean is, you know, no one ended up with her. She's great. She's who I loved in the movie. Okay. If who you, you love in this movie? I mean... Oh, and the old lady. The old lady. I love the old lady. Rosie or something. Oh, my God, yes. She was almost played by um, our favorite old lady, Betty White. Oh! Yeah. You didn't see it. Yeah. It would have been nothing. It would have been great with Betty White. Yeah. She would given some real depth. It's just a slightly edgier version. Well, it was, she's more... Rosie, in this film, is more Blanche. Then yes. Rose for all my ER yes. not ER uh, Golden Girls people. So yeah, it's you know it's like what Hogwarts house? What's your Myers Briggs? Which Golden Girl are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm a Rose. No, that's not true. I'm a Sophia. I took a test. Wow, well, I haven't taken a test yet. Send me the BuzzFeed link. It's it was a BuzzFeed test. So jokes on your joke. They only have one test on the internet. <laughs> or one testing hub it's yeah. BuzzFeed the 30. SATs are actually taken over by BuzzFeed in 2020 that would yo new college <laughs> admissions things just Hogwarts homes no no not not Hogwarts homes still do the, all the other shit yeah. you know sometimes they try to throw the kid off their games like please just give me a genuine answer beyond like I did National Merit Society I played tennis I was in debate and please 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 let me in just so, so throw them off the game it should be like which golden girl are you and why yeah <laughs> that would be great 100% Yes, it's just loosen these fuckers up, man. Loosen them up. Yeah. I got into college because, like, myself and my admissions person, when I did my interview, we both mm. like Childish Gambino. That's... That's how I got into USC. That is a lot. And it's funny, too, because I was back during peak corny Gambinos before because the internet. So still during his whole, like, I'm the only black kid in school and I'm cool. Man of fucking rule. Fuck you, Ja Rule. Period. Um, bars. But b- b- Bars. Funk Master Flex Nights. Yeah. Anyway. That was before I, you had to buy your way into USC. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> was it cash or credit? Or I did not have the... F- I was broke as a joke as a student, man. Yeah. 
fuck you. All right, I loved um, Christine Taylor. I loved Holly. I loved that old lady, Rosie. I did like the best friend who kept dressing up as Michael Jackson. Yeah, he was a little charming. Because, you know, we didn't talk about him at all because he's, he's not essential. You can take him out of the movie. Nothing would change. Yeah, not really. But there's that one scene when Adam Sandler's upset and he's drunk at the bar mm-hmm. and the friend is there, still dressed Michael Jackson, teaching a homeless man how to moonwalk. And that was funny. Yes. Um, not homeless, just and, like a dusty old and man. And also that dusty old man was like the dusty old man in every He's Adam comedy. Sandler movie. Yeah. Yeah. But the the friend, he's like, he was a womanizer. He drives a limo because they're all working like the wedding industry. Yeah. It's a wedding. And he's like, listen, nobody wants to, he's like, go make this shit work. If you love her, you love her. Yeah, you think I just like um, fuck him and leave him, but you know what? I actually like. I'm very much alone, yeah. and nobody wants to see somebody who's fifty year old just still hollering checks. And that's something I really appreciated. Yeah, yeah, it's like a powerful lesson. Yeah, who was I telling? Like, if I'm, I'm young. I'm twenty four. I'm turning twenty five in a couple of months, and like even like even younger than that. If I tur- if I'm like thirty five, still out here in San Francisco trying to go to clubs, trying to get like bottle service in the section and shit, and not calm down, like grow if i'm still doing that shit garrett you have full permission to punt me in I the will. genitals okay because i'll be 38 yeah <laughs> yeah you'll be baited up it's fine it'll be great yeah I, I also loved the old guy because he had uh this great line when they get in a fight with glenn outside the bar because glenn's about to cheat the old man he goes he goes to sucker punch glenn but he's moving at like two miles an hour so glenn just like catches him it's like i'm sorry the matrix baby yeah like I'm sorry, I you I used to be uh, I used to be much stronger. <laughs> it's just that, and it's like, oh no, oh, I'm no. old. And Honestly, was... if you look at the cast of this movie, it's like dipshit Quentin Tarantino. Like Adam what? Sandler just uses the same cast for everything. Oh, the same energy. Exactly. Like no new casting director, just like you, no. you, you, you. It's like, hey, who was in the last one? Grown Ups. F- cool, full cast. Like, yeah. The Welcome back, everybody. Characters. Yeah. Imagine that stability in the Hollywood in the film industry, man. Yeah, I mean, Rob Schneider would literally be homeless if it were not for Adam Sandler. Yes, I believe that. So uh, David Spade, yeah, just shoot me. He had a couple of daytime television. He was on. Um, is it Eight Things I Hate About You? What was the one with um, John Ritter and then John Ritter died and then David Spade became a much greater part of the show? It was with Kaylee Coco. I got nothing for I'm going to lie and say Eight Simple Rules. I might be wrong. That might be it. That sounds like something. Yeah, it was Katie Seagal, John Ritter, David Spade, Kaylee Coco. Um, sure hope that's it. Man, if yeah. I got that right. Pew, pew, pew. Anyway, so I love those three people. What, what did you learn from this? Um. Yeah. You didn't learn anything? Not really. I kind of, you know, I guess if there's one takeaway, it's like, you know, don't just fall for the concept of love and getting married and doing the little routine for the sake of meeting some sort of arbitrary life accomplishments. You feel like you've done something. And then after the ring's on your hand, you're like, well, this was a mistake. I guess we'll ride it out till I'm dead. Like, you want to actually, like, consciously, when someone's like, why are you marrying this person? Be like, well, because I love them to pieces for the following reasons and see a future with this person. Well, is it, is it always that easy to intellectualize? Because I've never been in love. You have. So, like, is it always that easy to intellectualize? Uh, I don't think love's something you think about. What do you mean? You kind of... You, I'm rolling my eyes. I mean, it's, it's, it's not... Is it, is it the fucking force? It's kind of like the force. It's something you feel. <sighs> you from that feeling you know, derive like, well, why am I feeling this? And you're like, well, I can intellectualize it enough to be like, these are some qualities I Mm -hmm. like. But you could have arguably similar qualities in another person, but you might just not get that like animal instinct, sixth sense, like I feel, it's the feeling of like, I'm home. 
Like, you have all these qualities I'm looking for, and also you feel like I'm just, I could be somewhere I've never been before, but if I'm with you, I just feel like home. Skip. <laughs> now skip. Now skip, Garrett. The Cowboys. <laughs> the concept of love is egregious, outlate, outrageous, salacious, outdated, and loquacious. It is. <laughs> that's more Stephen A. Smith. That's, uh, that's fucking Johnny Cochran now. Uh, R.I.P. Yeah. Um, that was interesting. It's funny too because like you took away something big like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you? mine was if a woman ever asked to switch seats with you, you just say yes. Oh my god. They have this whole thing in the movie where it's like, uh, Adam Sandler was like, well, okay, Drew Bamer asked him, hey, Adam, why did you know that the woman was not right for you, your ex-fiance? And he's like, well, I've never really been to the Grand Canyon, and I'm like, in the plane, we're going to fly there, and I'm like, hey, can I sit window so I can, like, see it? I've never been here, you have. And she's like, nah. And he's like, it's a small thing, it sounds stupid, but, like, the the little, you know, it's the small things. It's the small things that add up. And it's like, and so they're on their way to Vegas. So Drew Barrymore, she still has her doubts. She, so just a test, I'm like, hey, Glenn, do you mind switching seats with me so I can see the whatever, so I can see Vegas as we fly in. And um, he's like, "Um, every time I'm in the aisle, the drink card hits me in the elbow, which happens to me all the fucking time. And um, she's like, so I don't want to switch seats with you, but hey, you can lean over me when we're over it. Um, And then she's like, I am now going to leave this man. <laughs> and so now, if a woman ever asks us what seats with me, in any context, I'm yes. going to say yes. Yes. Yes, the answer is just yes, to avoid that shit. You just say yes? Yeah, just say yes. That was the Nancy lesson. Nancy Reagan can eat shit. Just yep. say no is nonsense. Yep. Just say yes. No matter what it is. No matter what it, no matter who's asking. Yep. Ain't no context. Take all the context out and just say yes. No matter what the cost is to your health or your family, just say yes. This ad was brought to you by Boca. The Boca campaign fully approves this message 2019. 2019? Yeah. Well, that's a technical that's year. Technical year. That's the one I'm running. Uh, fine, 2020, I guess. I'm not running 20- You're You're the worst campaign manager ever, Garrett. You don't even know the age restrictions on running for president. Yeah, do the math. Whatever, whatever that is. Um, right. Okay. Is there anything else? I got everything I want to say off my chest. You know what I want to say? What? Christine Taylor, if you're unhappy with Ben Stiller. Stiller. Please leave him. Yes. I'm here. Do it for the people. Bugga, what are we going to review next week? Um, I'm actually not sure. Really? Yeah. You tell me. Uh, let's do Say Anything. Oh, yay. Cool. I wanted awesome. to do that one. That okay. better be. Yeah. Yay. So, uh, we'll see you next week. Is going to be Say Anything. Um, we, last week, said we were going to do a beverage for this episode. Oh, yeah. This... We forgot to talk about that at all. We'll get better in the future. It's still early on. This, this no, but this episode was sponsored by a special drink we made called The Wedding Singer. It was made with uh, grapefruit vodka, pineapple juice, uh, raspberry lemonade, and rum. And that's why we sound the way we do. Yep. Thank you, booze. Cheers.